Welcome to the Social Witnessing Podcast, observing the world from a nice, safe distance. What is up, guys? You, I don't know, are you talking to us or are you talking to the audience? <laughs> I guess uh, I guess it screwed up a little bit. Uh, episode four, welcome social witnessing today with our guests, first time ever duo of guests, John and Natasha. What's up, guys? How's it going? What's happening? What's happening? Yeah, man, Michelle. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Uh, I think feel Better, better than you, it sounds like. You got uh, what's happened? You ate something raw, or what? Not, not we had to throw that on the air. That was, that was for your ears only, <laughs> just, in, <laughs> just in case my voice disappeared for a few minutes. I thought this was a uh, all honesty podcast where we share like our deepest, darkest secrets. Nothing off the table is what you told this me. This is an expose right now. How do you eat something bad in lockdown? Just explain that to me. It's Michelle's cooking. <laughs> I just, I'm so bored. I'm just trying to make some new things. And I don't know. It, it, it was delicious, whatever it was. I don't know. But let, let's, hey, as, let's as, long, as long as it's not the Corona, it's all good. Yeah. I know. Um, what's up, Natasha? How are you? Good. Really excited to get to know you guys. I feel like um, you guys being like longtime friends. It's been. Um... This is a complete lie right now. I had to bribe her severely to get her to do this. By the way, <laughs> she's being extremely polite. <laughs> you uh, well, you guys don't have a baby today. You you've ditched your baby. Oh, the 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 wine glasses are full, and we're feeling good. So <laughs> nice. Yeah, we, we ditched the two and a half year old. She's with uh, her parents, with uh, your 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 parents. Whose parents? With Tasha's uh, parents, the in laws, my in laws. Okay, nice. So you guys, I guess we're breaking we're breaking COVID rules or something. But honestly, I mean, you guys, you have a six year old, so anything you got to do to survive, right? Yeah, it was funny. I showed Michelle the text yesterday. Like you texted me at the perfect time. You're like, I can't believe you have a six year old. What that? What's that like? And my response back was, <laughs> Well, he just kicked me in the mouth and split my lip because we took his video games away. So kind of like that. <laughs> and the sad part is, Tash is laughing. I didn't like. I didn't even. I didn't even flinch at that response, which is the sad part of that conversation. <laughs> it's more of like a. It's like a head nod. It's like a virtual. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. And, and Parker just heard that from his bedroom because we heard him groan. He didn't like me sharing that. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't like us telling those stories. We yeah, love you, Parker. We're just joking around. That's um, you know, we're <laughs> uh he was episode one of this, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, a great, a great first okay okay keep it down out there um yeah he's a great first guest and we're, we're gonna have him back um talking about mindset because he's he's a little he's a little zen warrior when he wants to be mm-hmm. well, yeah, six-year-old mindset uh, coach i like it yeah yeah a new career so how are you guys doing good more importantly how are you doing what what's what's this been like for you the last uh i guess month-ish now Matt, I think we're going to be your most boring podcast guest because our life hasn't changed that much. This is pretty status quo. The hardest part is being like not having daycare and having a 
two and a half year old, you know, roaming around while mom and dad have to work, you know? Right. Are you both, uh, are you both working from home? Yeah, both working from home for past couple of weeks now. So, you know, hate to complain because we're, we're grateful and thankful that we're, we're both still working. I know that's not the situation for a lot of folks, but um, keeping things going. And I think the biggest thing is probably drinking a lot more like most people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that's like one business that's absolutely booming apparently right now. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. I, it's like, I, definitely not it's like reverse prohibition here. I had no idea that uh, the marquee on Davy delivered boxes of wine, like cases of wine. Just they'll, they'll deliver it for free. You just order online and they're like, have to. I'm just come and put it outside your door for you. Yeah, that's classy. You're talking cases. We hit a new low this week and we uh, bought a box of wine. So that's where we're oh. at in our, in our social <laughs> isolation. We're at the box of wine. <laughs> it was gross. Are you guys actually isolating? So you said you, it hasn't changed much for you. Much for you. Does that mean you are, you're a recluse anyways, or are you not doing like the full isolation? No, I mean, change in the sense of, you know, we're not big partiers or we're not going out a ton. We're pretty homebody type people. Uh, you know, we like to chill and have a glass of wine and watch movies and, you know, Netflix and whatever. Um so I, I say we're, I mean, I think we're keeping pretty, pretty strict in the, I wouldn't call it full isolation, but we do our six feet walks with people, get out, you know, go for as many walks as we can, um, that kind of situation, doing a lot of video chats. But right. um, yeah, I don't know. It hasn't changed in the sense of like, I, I think I miss uh, like barbecues with friends and going out to restaurants and whatnot, but I wouldn't say it's been like a devastating culture shock. Right. What uh, like things like groceries and stuff? Are you guys getting that all delivered now? Are you still going out, and dealing with the world out there? Yeah, a bit of both. Bit of both. Go, you know, hit up Safeway. Try to do like limited Costco runs. Um, we're big into Fresh Prep. I don't know if you guys have used that service, but we love it. <laughs> yeah, we used to use Fresh Prep. Yeah, it's amazing. So we we get about three meals from them a week, which uh, I love because I hate cooking with a passion. Like I absolutely hate it. And I've always hated it until we discovered fresh prep. Uh, and what I discovered was it's not cooking that I hate. It's the shopping for ingredients that is the worst part. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that, that's like one of those where you, you get, they, they deliver like all your, all the ingredients you need and then give you a little piece of paper that tells you how to put it together in a way that tastes good, right? Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's un- honestly, it's unbelievable. It's for like it's it's fresh uh, menu items each week. So you just go on the website, you pick like what you feel like eating. Um, I'm talking like I control this, but <laughs> Tash is giving me an <laughs> evil stare, and she's basically the mastermind behind it. Um, so she does all the heavy lifting, and then I I put the ingredients t- together, which I find like <laughs> you just throw it all in the pot and like, look, honey, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, yeah. I say it's not that easy like it is still actually cooking what i like about it, it's actually cooking but they pre-portion all the ingredients and you don't have to go like you know when you go to the grocery store and you're like i need uh ounce of this and a can yeah. of this yeah. and i need some herbs and some dill and like my god you spend two hours trying to find the ingredients then you come home and you prepare it for another two hours then you cook it for an hour and then you eat it in 15 minutes drives me crazy 
Well, and then you end up with all these spices in your cupboard that you used once. Exactly. And <laughs> Never the food waste them again. is minimal. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So Fresh Prep, this has been an ad for you. Just sponsor us. You might as well now. Yeah. Thinking next level for sure. I mean, they <laughs> do they even need the ads right now? They're one of those industries right now yeah. that's flourishing. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Any food delivery, um, alcohol, entertainment, like anything that, I mean, where you don't have to leave the house to do. Those are all booming right now. Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Killing Amazon. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we got like four deliveries one in one day, one time. Like it's so bad for, for the environment, the fact that they don't, you know, put it all together. They're sending four or those three, three trucks in the same day. I know. And yeah, sometimes it's the it's the same item. Like I think I ordered rice. I ordered three bags of rice and they're like, here's one bag of rice. I'm like, but I ordered three. <laughs> it like came separately. That's so it random. Is no that sense. is it coming from different warehouses maybe or something? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe, but yeah, it's a bit crazy. It makes you feel like a pretty bad person that you're getting four deliveries in one day from the same company. Yeah, no doubt. Yes. I can't wait for the drone. The Amazon drones is what I'm really looking forward to when it just flies and drops it off on your doorstep within like an hour of ordering it. Yeah. I mean, I think if you're in the country that that's, uh, they do have that, right? Or they were testing it or something, but it's harder in downtown uh, apartment buildings. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. What about uh, you guys? Are you doing the full isolation thing or are you keeping somewhat social? No, we're, no, we're full isolation. Oh. It's, it's, I don't know, it seems a lot scarier downtown kind of going in and out of big apartment buildings and there's still quite a few people out there. And also um, having like a young kid who's maybe not as aware, like touching things and touching his face and stuff like that. Yeah, no doubt. We made the mistake. I think it was like two weeks ago. We took um, we took Olivia to the grocery store and literally she touched everything and licked yeah. everything she could get her hands on. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. like, well, if you got it, you got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's hard, though. Like, so then what's the deal with you? Like you're you're going in for the long haul, like because they're saying this thing will be going for a bit. I just don't know. I don't know if I'm not taking it as seriously as I should. Uh, you're definitely but... you're definitely on the. Uh, uh, I mean, you're doing some isolation, but you're definitely seeing from our conversations to be on the looser side of things, or like the the not as concerned side of things. Um, but we also have like family and friends who are kind of in the same boat, who are still going out pretty frequently and just kind of trying to keep that six feet distance. Um, I don't we, know. And we have family and friends that still have to go to work. Yeah, like they're, yeah, they're, they're essential. So they didn't get to work from home. So they're still going to work. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like we talked about in, I think, the, the last episode or the one before that, that China's kind of starting to let people back out and back to work. So kind of in my mind, I'm just observing that and seeing how that plays out maybe for the next couple of weeks, seeing if they get kind of a, a, a new wave or how that all, all unfolds. But for now, I mean, I don't know. I, I was joking with Michelle that, I mean, I've been prepping for social isolation my entire life. Like, this is what I've been training for. You need this thriving. You I'm need sorry. this thriving right now. This is, this is my Super Bowl right now, so well, I'm, that's what, I'm good. That's what we were joking about, like, when this is, is all over. I mean, we'll go outside and be like, okay, yeah, back, back outside and, like, <laughs> You know, it's like a Seinfeld episode. I could totally see that him stepping out being like, yep, so uh, should we go in? <laughs> yeah, 100%. But we are like, I'm not gonna lie, like we're flipping through Netflix, flipping through Crave, 
cable. Like there's, it's, there's, there's not a lot on right now. I've been watching way too much news. That's, that's what's on. Oh, I would never, I like, I had to delete Twitter, uh, off my, my phone after a couple of weeks. Cause like every morning I'd wake up and put myself in a state of anxiety that would just like permeate the rest of the day Yeah. and start drinking heavily in the afternoon just to get that, get, get the edge off. And then I work from home. So I'm like head down in calls, stressed out all day. And then within five minutes of getting off, he's like, do you know what happened today? So I'm like, why? Why are you yeah, on you get people, but you're pretty caught up to date with stuff, though. You need like you're you're not watching any news. No, no news. I, I get everything off Twitter basically, and the first couple of weeks I was deep into it, and then I was just like, "Why am I doing this? Like, what what does it matter to me? What's happening in New York or China or anywhere right now? I know that I know what the situation is here. I know what they're telling us to do, and so the rest kind of like is just. There's no real reason for it. You, like you can check once every two weeks or once a month and you're in the same boat. But yeah, I, I went pretty deep into, <laughs> and Twitter is not the right place to go deep into anything because like the amount of like insanity on there and just like people off the rocker is just all time. Yeah, it's a dark hole. I've been considering a, and when I say considering, I've, I've maybe thought of it once in the last like year to do like a detox. Uh, yeah. I was I want to I want to do a detox and just like get off you know socials and news but I don't think that's possible I'm too like I don't know I find it entertainment to be honest with you yeah I've been just trying to stick to sports or whatever is left of sports um, a lot of like podcasts of that that seems to be the popular thing among athletes now since they don't have anything to do they've all started doing podcasts with one, with one another so it's fairly interesting getting to see a peek into all their lives and all their stories from their past. And this weekend, the, uh, the Bulls 12th, 12th part Chicago Bulls series is coming out. So that should be fun. That's the Jordan doc, right? Yeah. 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 That, that's been a good, I think, benefit of this whole disaster. I guess they're putting, they're releasing, you know, content ahead of schedule. And uh, it was a big hit in our household that they released Trolls uh, World Tour uh, onto Apple, uh, Apple oh, yeah. or TV or, or whatever. So that was a huge, uh, a huge win on the the family front. Who who's the main? We just saw it on Justin Timberlake. Oh yeah, Timberlake was on Hot Ones. You guys watch that show on Netflix on uh, YouTube? No, I've heard of it. Haven't gotten into yeah. it. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, he was yeah. on it talking about trolls. Yeah, are you guys uh, in, are you guys watching? Apparently, Tiger King is the new thing, the new uh, binge binge. Yeah, we watched that. That that was entertaining. That was kind of like at my peak madness. So <laughs> yeah, I can see that. So I was uh, heavily intoxicated for that whole series, <laughs> which was made it fairly entertaining. Yeah, we didn't yeah. watch that one. Uh, hey, how's your tummy feeling? By the way, do you need to do a timeout, or are you okay? I'm, I'm okay thanks for asking <laughs> you well, know you have a kid when you ask another adult how their tummy is oh <laughs> uh, man we're into full potty training right now as well so really nothing phases us oh yeah we got yeah. lucky where it was just like overnight it was just like done Over- we just had what? we just talked to him about it yeah we just See, said this is hey where parents hate other parents is with with comments like that <laughs> yeah except that we had two years of no sleep so yeah. you could take whatever you're about whatever you're thinking there and shove it <laughs> yeah parker was he was like a pretty colicky baby i think I remember you telling me right yeah That's yeah it was yeah. what like 18 months of like no more than four hours in a row yeah but it was really like once 
it honestly I swear it was just like he was trying to tell us we were making him mad or that we were dumb or something because he screamed so much and then as soon as he could talk he just started telling us all yeah and then it's like he quit screaming he's just like I don't want to be in bed like yeah I'm not ready for bed so I'm going to scream for the next three hours yeah even now it's like a barter system to get him to go to bed Oh my God, this is, yeah, we, we completely relate. It's a fight like literally every night. And we're like, sweetheart, you've been doing this literally every night for the past <laughs> two and a half years. Like, like figure out the program. Yeah, get on board. One day changes. That's, that's all there is, I guess, to it. It's just one day they decide that they're over it and it just gets easier. Did you ever see Random Tangent, the movie Brendan Fraser, where they're like locked in a bunker for like 37 years and then they go out into society? That's what this feels like to me right now. Yeah. Wait. That's not Encino Man. Not it's, Encino, it's, yeah, it's the, the other, other one. one, yeah. Way later than Encino Man. It was a great flick with, um, oh God, Alicia Silverstone. Yeah. yeah. Brendan Fraser. Yeah, something Time. I feel like Time was in the title. Um, but yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that's what it feels like. But then, yeah, again, like we have people who are out there and probably think we're absolutely insane. Uh, and I mean, I, I guess you are insane until you're not when you're doing like a, a full isolation sort of deal. But how far, like, so are you are you getting groceries delivered or are you uh, yeah, we, 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 up and going out? Um, Mich- Michelle has suited up a couple of times. Um, and driven to the grocery to the grocery store near our house, which just like drop it off in your trunk, so you don't oh, yeah. have to go okay. going. Um, but uh, yeah, me and Parker haven't been out in over a month. Wow, that must be rough on him. Uh, it's hit, it's hit and miss, I think. Like, yeah, he's, he hasn't had, he hasn't had any bad days. Like, he, like as far as like like he doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. He, he says it's not fun, but. We also keep him pretty entertained. Like today we set up the living. Do you, do you know Gaga ball? So, no, don't know okay. that one. Just Gaga when you, you, the ball. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Like Lady, Lady Gaga? No. We, we watch uh, Bob's Burgers and one of the episodes they play Gaga ball. And so we actually configured our, our living room into a Gaga arena. And basically nice. you smack this ball around trying to hit each other below the knees. But it's actually really fun. And <laughs> it's like really windy. When you get winded and it like we both ended up getting injured by the end. But yeah, we do stuff like that. Like we do a lot of running around and wrestling and we're pretty active. So maybe that's why it hasn't been a big deal yet. But yeah, I think yeah, I think if one of us actually gets hurt and we can't get out of get that energy out that way, we'll have problems. But he, yeah, like he, sure. he only says anything about it when you kind of ask him. Like as far as like he never complains. Like I want to go outside or like I hate this or like anything like that. He's mm-hmm. just been I don't know. It's been amazing. I expected a lot more diff, uh, much more difficult time. And if we had had it, maybe he would have convinced us to kind of I don't know brave it out there for now. But um, I don't know he just seems fine he's, he's a pretty agreeable kid when it's something that he hasn't set his mind to opposing yeah and how about like well he's six now because so our daughter's two and a half and we've kind of got her you know understanding that you know the quote-unquote virus is preventing her from being able to go on the playground or um you know we, d- we don't allow her, her to go next door to her friend that she usually goes and plays with but at six i imagine like parker's getting pretty in tune with understanding things or what how's that like 
Yeah, he he totally knows everything and like understands and can, you know, you can have a conversation with him about it and she knows yeah, everything. Everything. We just we just wanted to make sure that we didn't scare him. Yeah. Like it was it's not it's nothing scary. It's just what we're doing now and it's not forever. Like this will pass, but this is just what's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're pretty resilient kids. But like will it pass or are we going to be going through what we go with the wildfires now and it's a pandemic like every freaking summer? <laughs> It depends on yeah. what the um, depends, I guess, what they develop as far as vaccines uh, and how how well those do and how quick everything, how quick the virus evolves and morphs. And yeah, I mean, it could that's, just. That's the scary part, I think, for me is like this COVID-20 come around, like, you know, once you get the vaccine, like, is it the next one or the next one? That's why. I think, you know, for us, we've been trying to do the social distancing as much as we can, but going for walks and, you know, going to the park um, and kicking a ball around, we've been trying to keep that, you know, relatively normal. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're like, there's so many, like, I think my position is there's so many freaking things out there that can kill you. You know, what, at what point do you just tape yourself up and like lock the doors and chain yourself in forever? Well, the thing is, our government is like actually saying, like, unless it's essential, don't go out. I feel like when they're saying something different, not that they're necessarily, you know, always right about everything or, or know the best or are always have everybody's every individual's best interest in mind. But I mean, kind of that's 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 the stance of the country right now. And so, yeah, for sure. as long as it doesn't get too out of like for now, we're OK. Um and the great thing is summer hasn't really even started yet. So it's not like you're missing all the sun you could get. We get a bit of sun in the morning. So like Parker and I will, Michelle's usually working already by then, but Parker and I will go sit on our porch uh, on our uh, balcony because we only get sun like pretty early for a couple of hours. And yeah, so yeah. we're hoping that, you know, the situation kind of gets better under control. And then, you know, later in the summer, we can start maybe going out um, a little bit more. Yeah, but yeah, I, totally. I, I think it's made us rethink our life and our lifestyle. Like this lifestyle is very suited to being outside all the time. Like Parker and I are always out. We are just never home. And now we're always home. And this isn't, I don't know, it's not as great as it was when you could be outside all the time. So we're definitely rethinking our living arrangements and like where we live and why. And then mm-hmm. just with this change, I mean, a lot of um, employers aren't going to make you come into the office, especially if this does stick around a lot longer. So it changes commutes and things like that and where you can live. So, yeah, and we're, we're looking now for um, like, I, I still am not really a big on home ownership, uh, especially if you like we're still fairly close to the top of the market, but uh, definitely like trying to find some rental situations where you could have a, a big a big yard uh, more room and so that you know if this is an annual thing at least you you have a way to be outside without kind of risking anything or even just not having to go through so many common areas because yeah. for us even if we take the stairs it's still how many flights of stairs to get down holding the railing all the way down and it's just yeah, and a yeah. lot of people in the building and like I, I can't even imagine like I have friends who live in like the, the real downtown like we're on the west end so it's a bit more sparse but like the the kind of thick of downtown living on like 30th floors and stuff like there's no way to avoid people doing that if, we, if you're trying to come in and out. No doubt. I mean, that's what you look like when you see New York and 
um, you know, what they're going through, um, it's obvious why they're a, basically a hub for what is happening because it's such a dense area that you can't, you can't avoid contact to your point. So, I mean, they're having a hell of a time. And when you think of downtown Vancouver being tough, I mean, multiply that by a thousand in, in New York. So mm-hmm. uh, I completely agree with you. I think it's going to change the, our society as a whole. And what you said, Michelle, about like, I kind of think that's one of the benefits is, you know, in a workplace, you know, I, I, where it's frowned upon to work from home or stay home when you've got the sniffles. I mean, that's all out the window now. I mean, I, I don't even yeah. know if we're going to go back to handshaking. Like, I think mm-hmm. we'll be adopting bowing and, you know, waving on, gre- on greeting people, which maybe not a, not a terrible thing, but definitely reevaluating a, a lot of how we live as well. And um, yeah. And Natasha, where do you rank on the uh, anxiety meter? Are you as uh, easygoing as John? I mean, he's always had that kind of personality. Um, where, where do you where do you compare to that? Thank you for saying easygoing and not naive, because I think it's also <laughs> like, <laughs> and I feel like sometimes it's just like I'm not paying enough attention to things. I'm like, eh, what can, what can happen? But uh, let's just say I'm the responsible one in the relationship. <laughs> so um, you're like, stop going outside, so, God damn it. Yeah, so a little bit more on the anxious side, for sure. Um, I mean, we definitely have our bottle of hand sanitizer we take out with us now and our gloves, which I, I'm still kind of conflicted um, in terms of like wearing them out and um, just definitely being a little bit more conscious in like what we're touching and who we're around um, if we are around. So did you, did your parents uh, isolate as well? Like, mm-hmm. yes. And they've like, they've always um, kind of been a, like a part of like our childcare plan um so we really like living in 700 square feet it's almost impossible for us to have a two-year-old and to be working full-time and to maintain our jobs um i think we're just trying to stay employed right now right Um, but they're like i don't know i'm on a very i i I think that's a good description of tash being like the responsible one because you know i'm I'm like, let's, you know, have a barbecue and invite like one or two friends over and we can sit on the other side. I just, I don't know, you see it, you know, it's a big trend now. Have you heard about these um, like um, tailgate kind of parties where you, you drive your cars up and you, you park them six feet away and you basically have a, a, a <laughs> yeah. tailgate like yeah, in a parking big, lot or something? Big on TikTok right now. <laughs> yeah, that's massive. So I don't know, my, that's again, I, we've talked about this already, like it's, where do you draw the line of like what's acceptable? Like, do you go full um, Howard Hughes and lock yourself like in a tower and like, you know, jar up all your urine and never see and don't cut your nails? Or do you, you know, I guess you take a bit of a risk. Like my brother and his family, they're, they're, I think similar to you where they're on full lockdown mode where they don't want to take, like they want to take zero risk. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's but, still like, like a, it seems like it's been a long time and it feels like that, but it, we're still so early that like, we don't really know enough. Like even I was saying the other day, I said, Michelle, something again, first thing in the morning when I, the one day I went back on Twitter and then I was like, no, I really got to <laughs> stop with this. But they're saying they did some research that it's not actually six feet, it's 12 feet. And they were saying how like nurses are carrying the virus at the bot on, on their shoes when they leave the hospitals and things like that. 
And so I just feel like it's so early in the process that like, let's just let the dust settle a little bit, see how, you know, let other people be the guinea pigs for a bit if they want to, and then uh, kind of make adjustments as we go. For now, it's... Yeah, Tash is, uh, Tash is nodding to your comment. And I think that's actually a really good point that you make, um, especially when looking at how much the information has changed in such a short period of time. So I think you're actually on point with that, that statement um, in regards to like, we are super early. Like, what is it? This thing went down mid-March and we're mid-April. Like, it's barely been a month. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I guess the real it feels like 17 years, but yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, a month, yeah, a, a month with a, a small child will yeah. do that in a small apartment. I didn't... And then you read comments, sorry to cut you off there. Yeah, Michelle, but, um, you read comments about like Anne Frank and how her family had to go through, you know, this for seven years or whatever. I'm probably quoting that wrong, but you put into perspective that we're being asked to watch Netflix for a little bit and mm -hmm. put things into perspective, right? Yeah, and we talked yeah. about that, that the last time anyone really experienced this was like World War II. And, but they were in, well, that's not true. There are places in the world where they've had to hide, hide out. Mm -hmm. uh, like if you just think back to the Iraq War, for example, where they were holed up because uh, the U.S. was bombing. Um, but yeah, but those kinds of situation, but those had immediate threat. Like you could, you could get a bomb dropped on you at any time or a Nazi could walk into your house at any time. Whereas this, we have the luxury of like, well, if, if you're willing to sacrifice a bit of, you know, outside time, then you don't really have much threat to you. So I, I don't know that that's like a good way to keep it in perspective that we're fortunate that it's that, you know, you have such security uh, as long as you're willing to sacrifice a bit. Yeah, for sure. And as long as that Wi-Fi signal is, uh, is strong. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the big one. That could, that could end our society. <laughs> That's when everyone's yeah. like, oh, fuck this. I'm going yeah. outside. No Wi-Fi. I got, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. The amount of Zoom and, and like video calls and FaceTime calls like in the last month has been amazing. Like, I just don't know how we could survive, you know, again, without, uh, uh, without, without technology. I'd never heard of Zoom until COVID put it on the map. Yeah. Their stock is like yeah. quadrupled in the last month. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. I use it for work all the time, but I would never, I would never think to call and be like, let's hop on Zoom. Like I only use it for work. And I, and I actually never used to video chat with my family other than my niece. I didn't. And now we video chat, which is strange. Like it's kind of changed that dynamic also. Yeah. And you don't have to put on like fancy clothes. And then like when you hang up, like you're basically you're at home. So you don't have to hop in the car and uh, yeah. save the community. Kind of like, I don't know, is it is it bad to say it kind of feels like hanging out in, uh, <laughs> face to face, but a lot easier. Um, yeah. You know. So much easier. Just like, yeah. But you guys are, I mean, you guys both work from home. So I wonder if, you know, for you guys, it was a little easier to adjust to this whole paradigm shift. Um, well, Michelle, Michelle didn't work from home before just, no. just since this. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I thought you yeah. were always working from home. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So I've always worked from home and my job, I can do any hours. It doesn't matter. It's uh, my own hours. So it's worked well for us because right. I spent, I spend most of the day with Parker and then kind of work in, in little bunches when he's busy doing something else, like watching shows or, or doing some of his workbooks or stuff. I'll grab a bit of work. And then mostly kind of after once Michelle's off work, um, her and Parker hang, hang out from like four o'clock on 
and then I do my stuff into the evening. Nice. Michelle, when you're having Zoom calls now, are you doing what I do? And are you starting to judge people when they don't have their camera on? Uh, it's actually swinging the other way. So we, um, I was talking to someone and they, it's like, uh, like a mentor that I have. And he was just talking about how there's this over, it's like that emotional exhaustion people are getting because a lot of people don't like being on camera. And so before when I was at work, yeah, I'd be like, turn on your camera. Like we're at work, put your camera on. But now yeah, because yeah. everyone has to be on all the time, all day, and we're not really getting a lot of breaks, I don't mind. Like every once in a while, someone just calls in and I'm like, I get it. I get it. Like just now you just want to use, you know, you don't want to have to try to smile too. It's a lot. Yeah, totally. Do you, do you find that you're, um, that you're working more now that there's no kind of like set hours? Because I find that we're definitely like that to your point about always being on, which is an interesting shift actually that I find to your you are just always available and always on. So it doesn't really matter what time it is. Like you're, you're available because can't really make that excuse that, <laughs> that you're not at home. Just yeah. self-isolating. I actually work less. It's like, it's like been a strange dynamic. I worked a lot before. So I went into work and then after Parker would go to bed, I'd often work again just yeah. to keep up with the workload. But now because we have zero childcare, I wake up early and start my day early, but now I take a lunch break. I worked through lunch almost every single day of the week. I'd set like one week to try uh, one day a week to try to, you know, get to know my coworkers and not work through my lunch. But now I take lunch every single day and I have to be off between three 30 and four to watch Parker. So Yaniv can work. And then because I'm starting so early, it's hard to go back to work again at nine o'clock at night. So <laughs> I'm usually too tired. So yeah, I think I'm working like I'm working just, just a bit more than full time which is pretty crazy considering how I used to work. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's definitely been a positive, I think. It's been an adjustment for me. It was really stressful at first, but I'm getting... I think it'll show a lot of companies, like you said earlier, the, um, the flexibility and the ability to work and uh, work from home and not always have to go into the office. I think it's showed a lot of like, you know, meetings that didn't really need to be a meeting and could have been an email or a conversation. Mm -hmm. So that's been a we, huge shift for sure. We also like, we're trying to show stats on it. And I think we have, we're kind of proving that people have been more productive working from home. So we didn't have a work from home policy before, even though um, the company I work for, we're completely online. Like we can do everything online. We're, we're paperless. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's always this, he this hesitation to have a work from home policy. And now I feel like more is getting done because there's that, that pressure to have output it's like it's not that you showed up and we're in the office for eight hours it's that now you have to show results every day it's just a different type of working totally treat treat adults like adults right yeah yeah it's not a bad shift but yeah did we, did we lose any did you have to run off yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're in the bathroom with me right now <laughs> um on that note, <laughs> now that we've bookended my stomach around this episode, um, any kind of, uh, maybe you guys could each do one since you're kind of a, a little bit on opposite spectrums, any um, words maybe, uh, actually, <laughs> here, let's try it, about words to each other, um, what, I don't know how to frame this. <laughs> Uh, what, what no let's not do that 
<laughs> Change my mind. Change my mind. That's, that's not really offered. This is only podcast problems. number three, so it's all good. Yeah, let's not create marriage problems uh, on our <laughs> third episode. Hey, we like a challenge. Don't we? Don't shy away from this. There's, there's nothing. We're like on year. What are we? Eight? Like year eight? One kid? Uh, <laughs> not much can face us anymore. I think. Um, how about uh, uh, what's what's one thing I think that you what's one thing that you guys have really like gotten out of this that you think you're going to use going forward in like a positive and what's one that um, or yeah, is there anything that you, that is just like been a kind of a really negative aspect of this experience for you? I want to I want I want to go back to your original question of that's going to start marriage problems where you going to ask. Um, what's one thing that uh, each of us does that you just can't stand being in lockdown? <laughs> yeah, I was tr- I was looking, I was thinking about where we how to angle that somewhere in there, something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I could probably give you one. Tash would probably say she'll give you thirty-one. Um, <laughs> do you want to do you want to go first on that one or? <laughs> um, no, man, that's a tough question to. I think it's made me appreciate a lot of things and being conscious of, you know, a reminder of what's important in life in regards to health and um, family and friends. I mean, it's not like, I think I've always been pretty conscious of that stuff, but I think this is just like a very severe reminder of how fast things can change on such a, you know, on a dime for lack of better words. Um, So for me, it's just like serves as a, a really strong reminder of what, what to focus on and what's in, what's important i'd say um so i'm gonna stick with the positive thing yeah but we could just stick with the positives <laughs> <laughs> what do you think um yeah i mean it's been it's been really nice um how people have been reconnecting i think that's something that i've kind of heard throughout and uh something i think that john and i have been um reconnecting with friends that we haven't necessarily connected with for for a really long time um so i think that's really nice because it's kind of forced people forced people to to reconnect in different ways this is i mean this is such a perfect example of it hey i mean like yeah man like you and i we go like i think i go further back with you than any of my friends and um like (laughs) i think it's a weird sick way to say if it wasn't for COVID like what would he be having this conversation but I mean even connecting with you and uh Michelle has has been like an interesting thing to come from the whole you know new wave right of the last month but and that's one of the reasons why we decided to start this is uh I don't know. We don't. I don't do the phone ever, really. So if I can't see you, then I, do, I generally just lose contact with people. Uh, and since I'm 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 a hermit by nature, that that doesn't leave. Um, that, that means I don't see that I don't keep in touch with that many people. So, but you know, we thought if we're already here, kind of by ourselves in this crazy isolation, then why not use it as a time to kind of build connections. And, you know, if uh, when we all come out of this, uh, hopefully those kind of get stronger through that. Yeah, I love that. Brought to you by Fresh Prep. <laughs> delivered tomorrow. Three easy meals with a click. Sponsor us. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, guys, for coming on. Yeah, thank you.
Thanks for having us. Oh, thanks to talk to you guys virtually. I look forward to yeah. seeing you guys very soon. Yeah, we can't wait. We hope it's sooner rather than later. And mm -hmm. um, thanks again. So what do we do? Just hang, hang up the phone or what? How does this thing end? <laughs>